welcome to episode 14 of the Principals Podcast. This is Tom Gabram, principal of Kenston High School, joined by our two outstanding senior hosts. Donovan Manage. Jack Asork, what's going on, guys? And of course, our special somebody today, we welcome the leader of Kenston Local Schools and Superintendent, Mrs. Santilli. Thank you. Happy to be here. Happy I'm to so have excited you. to finally get to be on the podcast. <laughs> yes. It's amazing. Thank you for joining us. Um, we welcome back all of our listeners and hope they had a wonderful holiday season and a happy new year. Um, we just streamed episode 13 last week, and that was highlighting uh, our sophomore leader, Braden Hunt, and his outstanding program through LLS. So please make sure you go back an episode if you have not heard that yet. Check but, it out. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Donnie, sure. can you define what the principles podcast is oh it has been a while since i did this so the principles podcast is a weekly podcast to connect with our constant stakeholders especially students and parents who want to get a snippet of what's going on in the school nice not bad but it's also this is a program um it gives me the principal um an opportunity to really model creative instruction um and innovation that's uh going on here at the high school so it's a great opportunity for me to um, also connect with with parents and other members of the community. So, um, quick shout out though. I think we're gonna do our, our oh, standard yeah, shout yeah, out. Yeah, you got to shout out Ganley Chevy. Ganley Chevy. He gave us all this nice stuff. Thanks for sponsoring. <laughs> and I have to tell you, I certainly have to give a shout out to Ganley Chevy of Aurora and uh, Mr. Reinhardt because I have been on other podcasts, and this by far is some of the best equipment so well, it's uh, actually so really nice to be here listening and using this equipment today so nice. kudos to everybody and thank you to ganley yes thank you ganley again, I, again <laughs> yeah honestly yeah. did the research enough. You know, right? yeah. yeah a lot of plugs um to our listeners again follow us on twitter at khs bomber media or at tgabram underscore khs and what's the hashtag over here Jack, what's the hashtag hashtag Principles podcast. Principles I thought you were going to do it with me. Principles podcast. Yeah, that's it. No, yeah, I didn't. Principles. I forgot what it was. You know? Oh, okay. <laughs> I just Sorry. needed a reminder. My apologies, Donnie. I didn't know you forgot. Yeah. It's all good. So, I think we could jump into you know what's going on in Bomberland. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. yeah. First yeah. week. It has been. We're I mean, back. Yeah. Second week now, actually. Oh, second week. Yeah. 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 So yeah. It, was, it was a great start. I thought. Um, you know, everyone getting into their second semester classes and and back into the groove of. Of school, so yeah. um, how'd you guys transition into your last eighteen weeks of your 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 pathway here? Honestly, like the second I got here, I kind of first of all, senioritis is hitting a little bit hard here. It's too oh, early. Don't even mention that word. Early. That word is not in my vocabulary. <laughs> we talked about this. Gamer doesn't believe in senioritis. Well, it's my apologies. I, I I I'm ready. I'm still awaiting my uh, Cincinnati if they let me in or not. I should know soon, and I'm very terrified because it's the only college I applied to. So hopefully they let me in. But um, other than that, the second I got in, I was like, you know, my classes seem pretty, you know, cool. Not really mm-hmm. too stressed Wait, that's out. the only school you applied to? That's the only one I applied to. Interesting. Okay. It's, it's it's scary. Yeah. But it's it's all good. It's I never too it, late to apply to more. That's right. I, I have yeah. a I have somewhat of a backup but, plan. But no know. no judgment. I think you'll. I think I hopefully fine. I. Yeah. Mrs. Cardavis had a little faith when yeah. she told me so. Yeah, I got faith in you, Jack. Thank I you, believe Donnie. in you. Thank you, Donnie. We all have faith, Jack. Yeah. What about you, Donnie? What about the start? Uh, it's been good. Like I think my second semester classes are very fun. Uh, it's a lot. I actually think it's better than my first. Um, you know, I got a lot more friends this semester. I think last semester is kind of just getting a lot more of the mandatory classes out of the way. Wait, you made new friends? <laughs> yeah. Well, I did. You're just saying friends in your classes. In general, okay. like <laughs> I have more friends that I, you know, all my like senior buddies now finally choir. got like, choir. It's the best <laughs> class. You got to take that. Um, but no, it's it's been a good transition. I'm looking forward to you know. Uh, finishing out, but it's definitely gonna be sad. You know, I'm gonna miss. I'm gonna miss going here a yeah. little bit. It's gonna be a little sad. It hasn't oh. really hit me that we're graduating, but yeah. it will in May. It will in May. It'll, be, it'll, be, sad. May, yeah. it'll yeah. be sad to see you guys go too. A lot of memories yeah. in the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> it's certainly it's gonna be like the mentorship meeting next week. That it's gonna be like, oh, that's right, we're seniors. We have senior stuff. <laughs> like to we do. gotta like, like finish now. Yeah, <laughs> like we gotta yeah. do stuff. But yeah, yeah it, it, it's sad. But How it's are you guys good. transitioning this semester? Hey, it's it's been great for me. Um, you know, in my role, I don't get a huge break because um, mm-hmm. we do have a lot going on. Miss mm-hmm. Centilli knows what I'm talking about, but a lot goes on over break because um, sports are still competing. Right. Um, speech and debate has their tournament, so there's still a lot going on that we have to be present and you know um, and be around. But uh, 
that's what school is about, right. and and we're grateful for the opportunities that yeah. we can provide, um, you know, our students. Sure. So. Same thing. I mean, it was great to have at least a little bit of a break. Um, we've been very fortunate with the weather on our maintenance teams and and things where they haven't had to do all of the snow removal, uh, so that's been a plus. But coming back, it's so great to see the students. And this is a busy time. Mm-hmm. People think, oh, well, there's maybe not a lot going on in the winter. Um, but there's a lot of fundraisers coming up that help all of our schools. We have, as a matter of fact, um, one of the things that uh, that Ganley Chevy has helped with, too, is there's a um, fundraiser coming up for the Chagrin Falls Park Community Center. And hmm. so we just did a commercial for yeah. that. It's a 70s um, theme. 70s oh, boy. Disco yeah. Inferno is actually oh, playing. Let's go. Wow. So Some of us at this band. table remember the 70s disco. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This girl in front of yeah. So, but it, but so that should be fun, and you know, of course, we have, you know, all those uh, science Olympiad and mm-hmm. just lots of uh, still lots of athletic competitions. Yeah. I know. I just talked to the Bomberettes; they're performing tomorrow night at the game, yeah. and yeah. so lots of things. Very for, or Friday yeah. night. Friday night. Friday night game. Yeah. This yeah. has been the, a joke the, all yeah. morning with Mr. Gabriel and I because I'm actually a day. <laughs> Like, oh, I'm right. already at Friday. I just want you to know. That happens to me quite often. It's like, what day is it today? Uh, I thought Monday was Friday for the longest time this week. It just it yeah. was one of those weeks, you know, you got to get sure, realigned sure. and everything. We all, yeah, now, I, I never mean, mix yeah, up yeah. a Monday and Friday. Oh, I mean, no. that's like, you know, clearly it's a Monday. I but. think it was because, like, um, well, we didn't have school, so I just I was just so yeah. confused. We don't have school next Monday. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. A, yeah. Next Monday's on. That's a plus. Yeah, that's so it, it already has been a busy week. Mrs. Centilli and I had uh, the Board of Education meeting, and uh, it was a great meeting. And this is the month; it's called Board Member Appreciation right, Month, and right. so uh, we look forward to this January meeting every year, um, and kind of recognizing the great work that our board members. Because remember, guys, the board really. Okay, they run this district. Right. They're, they're the those people are elected by our residents, and you know the board then hires all of our administration. Okay, they hire the superintendent, they hire the treasurer, and it's kind of like that whole hierarchy. Right. So, um, certainly, what we're doing right now, and we talk about innovation, and we talk about the great opportunities, that's because of our board, right. yeah. and they allow us to, you know. Um, be creative in our in our leadership and and provide these opportunities and and truly a shout out to our board members um they give tirelessly of their time and their energy um just their commitment i don't think people realize the amount of hours that they put in Mm. they they're at different events they um, have planning meetings they work on curriculum with us and so you know i'm honored to work with such great individuals that really care not only about the students but they care about this community so much Um, they've been a a tremendous board and and a board with a lot of longevity and history and Mm -hmm. so that's always good for the consistency but um and i will say a uh, shout out to Mr. Malkus and the hub at the high school because part of our board recognition the other day, they did these awesome new nameplates for our board members hmm. for our board meetings, and f- oh, they okay. are yeah. stellar. Yeah. So uh, the creativity and just great craftsmanship and work, it's it's great. So, so the, the three other principals and myself kind of got together and like, what can we yeah. what can we give to the yeah. board members to kind of maybe symbolize um, what's going on in the schools. And so, again, we're talking about the innovation piece. And um, you guys probably know Mr. Malkus has the laser engraver. Yeah, yeah. And right. so we, we were able to purchase um, some nameplates, some nice wooden nameplates, and then we did an engraving of the board members' names mm. and Board of Education. So it's, it's a permanent fixture they can have. They'll use every time on, on you know the Monday board meetings, but... When they step down, they'll have that as a keepsake, you know, for their time that they put in. Yeah, that's so awesome. It was that's a good representation nice. of um, <clears throat> kind of giving back, you know, for all that they do. And of our students' work. Yes. You know, the, so students were creative great. with that, yeah. So, so, go oh, ahead. yeah. So I just had a question. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not the that knowledgeable on, like, the Board of uh um, board of Education. Board of Education. Okay. But do they, how much of the district do they cover? Like, do they just cover, like, Kenston, Chagrin, and, like, Aurora, or just Kenston? Like, so each school district has has a five-member board um, okay. that they're elected by the community. And so every school district has their own board. 
um, but our board members then help oversee, as, as Mr. Gabram stated, the hiring of the school superintendent, the treasurer, and you know, kind of the operational aspects okay. of, of the district. And so I probably have the most interaction along with the treasurer with the school board mm -hmm. and talk to them on a regular basis. And you know, each week I send an update to them and, and we prep for our board meetings and things like that. So, okay. but there, again, we're a very fortunate because we have such a committed board that they just, they take such a great interest in the school. Um, we just saw one of the board members this morning, and mm -hmm. they were here. And, uh, you know, we have board members that will be here, you know, joining you on Friday for your assembly and right. things. Mm. So they're very involved, in, and that's what's great. But then they also work at a um, state level with the state legislators and, you know, through their organizations and okay. to kind of affect change legislatively and things like that. Oh, okay. So it's very, like... Uh more political, like almost more of like some politics involved. Yeah, I'd a little say, bit. Yeah, I'd a little say bit. A little but bit. You know, they're working with Ohio Department of Education, right. which is like you know the core um, entity for all of Ohio public schools. And so there's mandates, there's policies, right. making sure we're staying in compliant with everything that we do with with education. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's there's a lot to it, and um, like Miss Santilli said, it's. Um, they put a lot of time in, and, and not there's not a lot of people that see that time or really know what right. they're doing. But hey, they're really the ones that are running our district. It's a governing body, like mm -hmm. it, you know you've learned in your classes, and and they are a conduit then to the community too. So you know other parents in the community that can reach out to the, any board member at any time and you know get information or help if they need so right. um just again kudos to them it's a lot of time it's a lot of yeah. energy yeah. great dedication and and we're very very appreciative of the work that they do so real quick i just want to cover a couple more more things before we get into some questions for mrs sure. santilli but um tomorrow night's a big night for kenston high school um it's actually a two-part um, evening and at six o'clock p.m. we're bringing in our eighth grade parents who are new to the high school hmm. and we're actually starting the orientation of the transition from eighth to ninth grade um, and really we're targeting all eighth grade parents but some of those parents who already have children that went through the high right. school might not attend but it's the it's really the first opportunity for them to come in and understand the expectations of of high school and what the four by four block is and um, you know, they're starting then to have dialogue with their eighth grade child. Okay, this is what next year is going to look like. And we start this at, at such an early time of the year, and that's only because scheduling takes so long. As right. you guys know, and you're not scheduling this year because you hey, guys are yeah, going to be out. Right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. the current underclassmen, ninth, tenth, right. and eleventh, like you guys did for the last three years, we're going to start scheduling. And so we also have to bring along our, our eighth graders who are transitioning sure. to the high school. And so it's it's really just parent information. And, you know, we're going to talk about the 4 by 4 We're going to talk about the pros and cons of the 4 by 4 what to expect, um, career pathways, you know, all the different things and, and the Q&As and both of you are younger siblings of uh, of yeah. older siblings oh, that yeah. went my, through. So my, my parents in instantly were like, "Oh yeah, this is what you need to do. Do yeah. it, and yeah. you'll be fine." Right. So, well, you know, this is you guys probably transition much easier than <laughs> than a new, you know, sibling coming through. Yeah, right. It's right. actually with funny. some anxi yeah. anxiety, and and that's the whole purpose of of the multiple meetings and the communication is to limit the anxiety of a, of a eighth grader coming over and like, Oh my gosh, this building's so big. Yeah. Right, I right. actually have yeah. a, a funny era kind of story. So <laughs> when I, when I was going, you know, they, they have the eighth grade visit where you come sure. in as an eighth grader and you go through the high school day and they have like the, the senior chaperone. Yeah. And so when I was in eighth grade, my brother was a senior. So of course, you know, he's in the cafeteria, like waiting to get a group of the eighth graders, waiting to like find me and see me fill in. And then, you know, so I had my brother take me around the whole school the whole time. You know, I see my sister and she's like, I think they like purposely planned to like, oh, I'm sure they did. for <laughs> him to be with. like, oh, come outside and like to see him at this point. Cause yeah, they were just messing with me the whole time. But that was a funny little introduction to the high school it was very warm yeah, welcome I, ne I never had that my brother and sister kind of just well my sister was gone 
And yeah, then, Jamie was probably out. Yeah, and then yeah. Sam. Sam was still here. Sam didn't care. <laughs> 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 so yeah, he wasn't much of a help. For nah, me. nah. Yeah. I just kind of yeah. yeah. yeah you figured good. out pretty quickly. Yeah, though. I got the I got a hold of the ropes. Good. So the second part of that night is a seven o'clock, and it's our regular um, open house for the second semester. So um, any of our parents can come in and listen to, um, you know, the teachers present on on that course. So could be the last open this is the last open house for you too yep yeah um oh yeah well interesting and then friday is going to be an exciting day um we are really excited to welcome our uh motivational and guest speaker austin hatch been hearing a lot about it yeah yeah. communication went out district-wide to um really six through 12 families and students introducing who austin is and everything that he has kind of gone through and um we're really uh, looking forward to his inspiring message. Oh, it's a remarkable of, story. It really yeah. is. Without getting too far into it, yeah, I've yeah. been hearing a lot about it recently. It definitely sounds like one of those very, um, you know, one of those life lessons, like someone that has a lot to teach from experience. So Absolutely. Very cool that he's yeah. going Absolutely. around talking yeah. about it. It would like be a great that. day. Yeah. yeah. And we're looking, uh, there's a video out on ESPN, and I, you know, don't want to give it away because we're going we're gonna to see some of that video um, as part of his presentation, but most likely we'll be sharing that, um, you know, after he speaks right. with with people who you know might want to tune in, because I do think it's going to be very inspirational. No, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and one quick thing before this wasn't written on, but I, I wrote this down. One quick thing before we get into Mrs. Santilli. Yeah. Um, our band oh, is performing out. at the Tri C High School Rock Off at the oh, Rock and Roll nice. Hall of Fame, February 8th. February eighth. And we, me, Donnie, and uh, David, and now John Palmer. I heard. Uh, our lead yes. guitarist broke his hand. Santilli, you got to hear about this. So our lead guitarist, without giving too much information on why he <laughs> broke his hand, broke his hand <laughs> uh, last or this uh, previous weekend. So luckily, we have a friend named John Palmer who also plays guitar. Uh, and he's willing to fill in. So got a lot of energy. Yes. Got a lot of energy. So, so you had to come to us for tickets. We all yeah. got them. February ten 8th, bucks. It's at six o'clock, right at the Rock Off. It's right when it starts. If we sell enough tickets, uh, there's 13 bl- bands playing that night, um, and the band who sells the most tickets gets to choose their time slot. Right. So if we sell the tickets, we get, then yeah. we'll try to choose our time. We're trying to like maybe around seven, I think, because that's when most people are like. Oh, we want to get there and not have to stay there too late. Right. So, right. Yeah. So come to us. Tickets are $10. Um, yeah. Me, Donnie, John, and David Rosinski. Well, we all gra- got them. I mean, that's just great. I actually uh, have an older son who did play that same venue. Oh, really? Oh, nice. I call nice. and we all went down there to hear him at one time when he was in high school. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, it is a great venue it'll be an outstanding show it's an awesome I'm environment sure. yeah. so we went to it last it. year yeah. yeah and uh just it's a very it's fun a lot of fun yeah, yeah a lot of energy so spirit buses oh, oh yeah. my if god we got yeah, if you got a spirit bus <laughs> i mean we might need more tickets I don't know about that. <laughs> we'll have to see oh yeah. boy just putting it out there yeah. right. Yeah. Right, the right, tickets we'll are selling fast so yeah come to us so it is fun yeah, yeah. very fun so i think we can get into uh, special somebody special all right yeah. it's uh truly an honor to have mrs Antilli here with us today and we know how busy schedules are especially hers at the board office but uh super excited to hear when she confirmed that she was able to join us and uh just a little history for our listeners. Um, Mrs. Santilli, um, when she was principal of this building in, in my seat, in my office, actually gave me the opportunity to uh, come to Kenston. So um, I'm grateful for that. And really, we've been working together um, since 2006 I think when so. I was her assistant, assistant principal. It was one and, of the uh, good decisions yeah. I made. Yeah. <laughs> but I tell I you what, so. I, yeah, I mean, we've worked. Um, pretty much every day since then, that point. You could say mm-hmm. there, I mean, we have contact yeah. multiple days, even if it's a weekend or if it's um, if it's on a holiday. Sometimes we're, you know, texting, calling, email, whatever it is, just so we're keeping each other in the loop with what's going on because so much occurs here at the high school, and she's very aware of that sure. because she lived the same, um, you know, experiences I'm doing right now. Right. And so you have to have that communication. You have to have that bond. Um, really with the entire administrative team to to make sure we're managing and leading properly. So, um, no, I truly appreciate everything that she's done for me and, and mentored me in, in my experience here, um, and it's just been a pleasure working with her every day. Well, thank you. That means a lot, uh, and there's 
Certainly, Mr. Gabram has my utmost respect. Um, he is truly a stellar leader and, and, you know, one that I not only rely on as a colleague and as, and as a friend, um, but rely on and can count on all the time. Um, mm. So really, his leadership is Thank just you. wonderful here. So I appreciate that. I like it. You guys got yeah, we can, we can rely on him too. Yeah, all right. So getting into our first question here. So as superintendent, you know, looking back on career, what prompted you to go into the administration role other than, or rather than like a teaching role? So I was a teacher. And okay. um, so you might not be able to tell because I'm so youthful in my opinion, <laughs> right? right? Um, I but so. I've been in education for mm. many years. We won't say like 30 plus. Uh -oh. No, definitely <laughs> um, wouldn't say that. No, but, no. you know, I, w I taught first. And um, as a teacher, I really enjoyed the classroom, uh, enjoyed the students. And I was always, I taught at the secondary level, and I actually was an art teacher, which people don't always really? know. Oh, so wow. very creative side. But what I found is as I, I kind of, you know, my middle-aged years is I would sit in the teacher's lounge at lunchtime or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, there were always people that were expressing concerns for education, concerns for things. And I thought to myself, if I'm going to go back to school and, and you know, complete my master's or do any additional schoolwork, what could I do to make a bigger impact? Yeah. Mm. You know, so classroom level was one thing, and you're impacting students, but then administratively, it's a bigger impact on the whole organization. Right. And so for me, it was like, okay, I could work with teachers mm. in addition to students and, you know, really affect some of that change. Rather yeah. than just sitting in a teacher's lounge and, you know, talking about it, it was more, okay, yeah, how right. can I do that? And so... Um, I, uh, I did start my administrative career here at Kenston. Hmm. So I was hired as an assistant principal and, and spent years doing that role. And then um, I went to Menor as principal and Maple Heights High School as really? principal. And then came back here when the new school building was built. Um, mm -hmm. So the building had just been built a year. Just did a full and loop. Yeah. Did the yeah. full right loop. Full and, and really felt like I came back home and... Uh, I just think that administration is, is a terrific role and one that I hope I'm also grooming leaders to continue on. And, and so like Mr. Gabram or Ms. Phillips, Mr. Watts, you know, those are things that we, we really do want to encourage that leadership all, all right. the time. Yeah, the crew. <laughs> yeah, sure. So uh, I know personally as uh, the son of uh, Mrs. Kasorik over sure. in the middle school, the gym and health teacher over there, uh, that every day in school is a different day. So uh, in your role as a leader of the district, how would you define what a good day is as well as defining a day that is the most challenging? You know, I think every day has good parts to it and is a good day. And um, I think in this, unfortunately, in this whole, you know, world that we live in, you know, the good day is is one where, you know, school was kept safe yeah. and that the learning took place and, and that there were just positive energy and good right. things happening. And so, you know, th those are a good day for me. Um, what people don't understand in, in my role is I also, you know, students are first and foremost, are number one, but I also have a whole staff. Right. And that staff includes support teams like our drivers, our bus drivers, our custodians, um, you know, our proctors, our teachers. And so you also have to be responsive to that, to, to those individuals. And I guess for me, a good day is when you can walk through the buildings and everything is functioning and operational and you know that students educationally are getting you know, what they need. And I think that happens here at Kenston right. a whole lot. Mm -hmm. I think the challenging days come up when just what you were saying with your mom, there's just unpredictability, right, mm -hmm. in everything yeah. that we do. Yeah. It, it might be, you know, something that happens on the bus or just, you know, something that comes up or a parent concern or whatever. That unpredictability leads to those challenges, and I think that's where you rely back on the strong structure and supports in the team that you have in place. Of course, yeah. So um, you get through those challenges. Yeah. Uh, you started this by saying, you know, Mr. Gabram doesn't believe in senioritis. Well, I can also <laughs> tell you that Mr. Gabram is the person that a lot of times I look to where he'll say to me, you know what, 
we'll get through any right. challenge. We're going to grind this out, and, and mm-hmm. we'll get through any challenge. Yeah. And I think if you have that kind of attitude, then the days can be challenging, but they're very, very rewarding. Yeah. If it gets really bad, I will tell you that I tend to then go to Mrs. Hope's kindergarten uh, <laughs> class. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because yeah. you know what, they always—that's uplifting. They yeah. always give you a lot of love. Right. So um, there are no, days that, where yeah. you, you pay a visit and you get back centered on it's what's like the, really the important. The puppy treatment that we had for the school. That's right. Yeah. The right. therapy dogs. Yeah. 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 That's right. Dogs. So. No, but it's true. I think what you say. You, it's it's very unpredictable. Mm-hmm. The day. I mean, at any point, information comes in, and we are changing. You know at that point and trying to manage any type of situation Mm -hmm. and we can only um you know kind of uh uh, count on how much we practice or go through protocol and and Mm -hmm. and routine to to kind of rely on that Mm -hmm. and every situation is going to be different whether that's a threatening situation or a social media situation or whatever it might be you know all we can do is kind of reflect back and say okay how should we handle this appropriately and do and and kind of put our best foot forward and cover all of those things but i think what's what's important to know is um as administrative team we we constantly have dialogue on um, what we call like tabletop uh, discussions and what would we do in this situation or what would we do in this situation and um those dialogues it definitely helps us react yeah. appropriately so. yeah my dad used to say um you know every day there you have your highs and lows of the day so at the at the dinner table we used to every time we sat down right you know we'd pray eat and then you know soon after the question would always come up so everyone go around what were your highs and lows of the day and you sure. always say you know what was you usually start with your low and then you say that you know what was kind of the worst thing of the day and then you talk about that, and then everyone talks about what was the best part of the day. And, you know, I think it was a really good, it was a good way to, like, you know, just communicate with the family. But, yeah. I mean, also this is, to to me, like a lot of what you guys go through on a day-to-day at school. You know, you have those really great, you know, times with Mrs. Hope's class, yeah. but then there's some, might be some problems with students that, mm-hmm. you know. Well, I, you know, I certainly... Uh admire your family for spending that family family time and doing that and I'd encourage a lot of families to to do that same activity it's one that we've always done in a my home as well thank you and I think it just it does foster that communication amongst the family and really you know that sharing process mm-hmm. and you know to your point um, Jack about some of the challenges I I would be remiss if I didn't say some of those challenges are the externals that we face just from um, school funding from mm-hmm. mandates that come down to the the state report card, the accountability system, all of those things um, lend to you know problems that that we have to try and solve. And right. so um, there's just there's just more to every school district. And um, I just think that for us and what keeps me really grounded uh, for a good day is centering that back to the students and making them the priority of what comes first right. all the time. Right, and you got to also hand it to Kenston that when we have those uh, lows that are kind of pretty low and also very surprising, I think that just the administration and the upper levels handle it very well. Like last year when we had, I don't, unless this was two years ago, I can't really remember, when we had the um, middle school, like, mm-hmm. Get the gas, the gas, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then we just yeah. had them all over here. We yeah, we had the eighth graders. We, we made it work. We welcomed them and literally made after the second day, it felt normal. Yeah, right. so yeah. It, right. it was. It's certainly you got to hand it to you guys. That honestly, fantastic job. Yeah, fantastic <laughs> job handling <laughs> handling it when you need to. Appreciate yeah. that. Thank yeah. you. Uh, so go ahead with our next question here. So it's a big job, you know, as leader, kind of here of the the administrative team at Kenson. Uh, so you know. I guess, what do you look for, you know, in your your administrative team, your leadership role-wise, you know? Um, You know, I've I've been very proud of our administrative team. Um, We, I believe, we're a very strong team in the sense that, you know, I kind of say when, you know, you cut one, we all bleed. We really stick together and help one another out. And it's a case of, there's nobody that is more important than the other. Um, I am not uh, foolish enough to think that, you know, oh, I could do it all myself. Mm. I, I can't. 
And so you have to rely on that strong team, and you have to rely on their expertise and the work that they do and what they bring to the table. And if you acknowledge that and know that we together will make a bigger, better, right. you know, whole, then that's that's what you do. And so I think um, that's the important part is just to value the work that everybody does and what they bring to the table and their significant skill sets because right. um, everybody brings something. And um, and then we have each other's back all the time. And that's, that's just in a supportive manner. Um, I um, also want to give a... Um, you know, just a heartfelt um, word out to West Yaga schools. Um, they've had a tragedy in their school, unfortunately, today. And, you know, we also care about the other districts around us. Mm-hmm. And I think that's an important aspect of our leadership role. I know I came over here and, and Mr. Gabram and his guidance team had already reached out to West Yaga. And we would do that to any school. And um, and I think that's an important aspect too. So it's not just internally, but it's it's you know moving outward in into the community. I think that's why um, you know when looking at our team, it's it's that support piece, sure. but and it's it's knowing each other's strengths and sometimes weaknesses, so we can balance that as a team hmm. and working together. And so again, it goes back, and I've I mentioned this all the time, is the relationships that you develop, you know, with those who are close to you. Um, as well as, you know, just taking the time to kind of reflect. And I, I talk about reflection all the time, right, too. Right, right, right. I, right. Use that, I use that all the time, right. but I think that's such an important skill, you know, in our positions and just a life skill for anyone, kind of taking time to think back on um, situations and what you did well and how you can improve. Right. So, so, so I don't want to be out of line here, obviously. Yeah, yeah and, I was going to. I'm thinking I've, the same thing as I, you. So do you mind... Is it okay to share with our listeners what happened at Giaga? I mean, we could cut I, it if not. You know but. what? I don't know much. Okay. So I don't want to share, um, you know, any information that I don't personally yeah, of course. know. Um, but my understanding is that they lost one of their middle school students last night to a, a death. And, um, you know, that's just any time. That's certainly something that mm. we express our heartfelt sympathy and to the family and, and West Yaga. Our condolences are certainly yes. with yes. West Yaga. Yes. So I don't know much beyond that, but I, I do know that, you know, um, they're they're in pain today. Yeah, and, and just so and you guys care. know, um, you know, in Geauga County and even a little bit in Cuyahoga, our neighboring districts, mm-hmm. we know each other very right. well. I know all the principals around right. us very well. We have professional learning communities that we call PLCs and mm-hmm. And so when one district is experiencing maybe tragedy or something else, we again reach out. All right. Mm-hmm. So do our counselors need to go help assist? So there's always that, that backing and communication. Because, I mean, because of course, you'd hope they do the same for you. Right. And they would. Right. And, and we know and that. And, that's kind of, right. and they and have. And they have. And that's kind of just part of the, you know, world of education and, and how we support one another. It's a great so thing. Yeah. You know, thing. it should be a supportive environment, you know. Sure, Why, right. You shouldn't be something like you wouldn't want to be a – you know, a competitive environment, you know, mm-hmm. although competitiveness is good, mm-hmm. but also if it came to a point of almost like rivalry, I'd say yeah. that would be a negative light, of course. So. Right. Obviously, right. we have our friendly yeah. like, ah, chagrin, you know, biggest yeah. rival and all that. But, but yeah, obviously. you know, we look out for one another. Right. We obviously look exactly. Out we yeah. we, we still have their backs. They have we our do. backs yeah. in times we like do. situations like yeah. this. And so. I will tell you, to, to your point, Jack, um, you know, when when the incident at the middle school had occurred, it was Chagrin Falls that stepped forward, and, and they sent members of their team, too, mm-hmm. and they helped oh. us with the technology mm-hmm. and reworking schedules and everything. So we do that for one another. That's and, awesome. Right. And that's so I do think that's, that's, to me, is part of the leadership role that maybe people don't see, that, you know, it's just, okay, how do we move from you know, point A to point B, and how do we as an organization function together? And that's critical it's no one, again, works in that isolation. Mm. Everyone is important, and everyone makes that impact. And, and so um, we have to recognize that and just be appreciative of that. Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. Yeah. I didn't know that. They had aided in that. It's oh, very cool. Right. So, of course, we have to bring up the snow days. Uh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Although it is a beautiful bomber blue sky out there. It is. It's, it's crazy how mild it is. Honestly, Lord. like, we had... 
the snow, like I, this is this is the problem because because of course when you hear always Santelli Jackson like waiting for I, you to be like, in this chair look, so, so he could address this. I don't know if you listened to one of the episodes in the past. I, I don't remember which I one. Think, I, I think was it was Officer Reardon. Wasn't I, it, Reardon? it was Officer Reardon. Yeah. Yes, I was very angry. Because this is the problem. This happened last year, too. This happened last year, too. The snow is there. The snow is there. We have the right amount. But it never hits at the right time. Yeah, that also that is true. Ma- It always makes me so mad. So, please, I'm going to need you to, like, instruct me here and all the other students who listen to this. What, what goes into calling a snow day? So... I think the big thing is, is just ask Mr. Trippy. No. I, <laughs> <laughs> they had that if whole he calls thing. It, if yeah. he calls it, it's a snow day. That's what we it's all, all think. on Trippy. But I yeah. can tell you this. Uh, we've been very fortunate from my perspective. I know not the students, but my perspective that we've had this mild start to the, the winter months. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that is because we do have our bus drivers that are driving, and I don't want them driving when it's bad. We have our maintenance team that has to do snow removal and the amount of salt that we have to put down and everything. So there's a there's everything from a financial savings to that to just the manpower and things like that. So I'm right. grateful that we uh, haven't had the snow, but I'm sure it's coming. Yes. <laughs> we live in northeast Ohio. Um, when you look at that, uh, you know, I know that students sometimes get really disappointed with snow days, and I can understand that. I balance that out, too, with when I take away a student's day here, Mm -hmm. I really am taking away their education and some of that opportunity for them to to learn. And maybe that doesn't sound important, but there's a lot of things that happen here. I mean, look at you on the block schedule with the courses, I mean, you miss a day, and like you are two, right. Yeah. You yeah. are getting behind. So I, I try not to do that, but I do start early in the morning, which means sometimes getting up around three thirty, definitely oh, by four. My goodness! So wow. where Yikes. I used to be one of the teachers that loved a snow day, or the students that mm-hmm. loved a snow day, I would, I would be like, yes, it's a snow day. Now I'm like, oh no, because that <laughs> means I set double the alarms and right. I'm up. Um, and I do confer with the other districts. Mm-hmm. So the other superintendents are up and we're, you know, kind of tweeting or uh, texting back and forth and taking a look at road conditions. And then we do work with our transportation yeah. supervisor and our maintenance department, our mechanics to make sure the buses are Jack, ready. this isn't helping, is it? So, <laughs> so it's not helping. Yeah, I have a question. It's a lot, Jack. A lot so, goes Jack's into like, this. Jeez, can't they just make one decision? Yeah, if it was up to For Jack, us, it's about us. Every day would be yeah. a snow day. For Literally, Jack. you look outside, you see the snow falling. You call it. No, I think that's not okay. But let's and let's then, let's. And then Jack goes skiing for the day or something. Skiing, right? but there's like that. one flake of snow that fell down, so he's skiing on dirt. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. But how good is it though when it actually is called? When oh. you guys, think about when you guys yeah, were in the elementary grades. Call. Oh my yeah. god. Well, you hear the phone ring at seven thirty in the morning. You're like, oh, that's it. I that's think. it. And then you hear your, you know, you just hear the parents walking upstairs, and they're <laughs> like, Donnie, you could stay asleep, and you just go. Like you yes. secretly, you just sigh in your bed. You're just like, oh, thank God, and you just hit yes. that pillow again, and it's like the best feeling. Yeah, and I remember one day I, I, I was like, it was like six fifty five, and I got a call on my phone, and I was like, and I was like sitting in my bed, and I didn't check my phone. I was like, this is it, yes, finally. It was like a day that had potential. I feel like. So I was like, my mom called me. She's like, oh, yeah, we didn't get one. I was like, why did you call me? <laughs> Tell me. You could have texted Don't me. Do You're that. in the room yeah. to the right. Like, it's, it's not. It. It, I was like so yeah. mad. I was like, mom, that was the um, bait. Do you remember before the. I can tell that's a hot button, it by is. the way. Um, this is how we, it used to be before the um, texting or the notification or the alert nows that used to come out. Mm-hmm. We used to have to call yes. staff members. Yes. So we had a calling a tree. We had yeah. a phone oh, okay. tree because, you know, we have 65 teachers. Right. And it's an, it, w- it used to be a much earlier call because you have a lot of people driving in, you know, right. 45 mm-hmm. minutes. And right. so, but I, re- I remember how creative we used to be when we would have to call, like, I think I had to call six and right. the other assistant principal had to call six more and then it mm-hmm. just trickles down. Yeah. But and you, you hope you get everybody before yeah. they got in their car and are yeah. driving to work. Right. Yeah. But, you know. It's it is interesting when you do that, and I still feel kind of lonely now because everything goes out. Mm. You yeah, know? we don't get to so, talk to anybody. <laughs> right, that, that's always like the good news. I'm yeah, breaking them. The, exactly. Hey, we don't. You know, yeah. sort of like yeah, thing, yeah so, you get to look yeah. like the good guy. Yeah, for yeah. The, yeah. I always <laughs> called Mr. C. 
though. Oh, first. that's awesome. Yeah. So oh, that's his request. Oh, yeah. Yeah. First. yeah, I was going to ask, though, before you go on the next question, how early do you have to, like, decide? So, honestly, for me, um, I need to make a decision. I usually make that decision around 530. Now, okay. that's not, you know, cut in, cut in stone, but 530, because... You're right. And what happens sometimes is, just to Jack's point, the timing isn't always right. And right. there's been times where 5.30 and, you know, all it's of no a sudden snow. an hour later uh, and students are on their way, right. you know, we get that lake effect or yep. whatever. So it is a difficult, you know, scenario to mm-hmm. always predict. But if I don't call early enough, our drivers are already here right. and our buses are starting at six in the morning. And we also have students that may be in, you know, different programs um, vocationally or have to get to a job site or whatever where they, you know, our vans and things like that are out on the roads. Yeah. And so it is it is tough. And again, you have to have, you know, maintenance here and things like that. Okay. So um, I, the other thing, I, and I will then stay off of my snow box here. <laughs> um, but the other thing, too, is is I also respect the family. So, you know, you are in high school, and many of you, you know, drive and can manage or be home, certainly by yourselves. Right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I have younger families, too, where those parents, even mm-hmm. though I'm calling the day, they still need to get to work. Yeah. And now it's a matter of arranging child care and things. Mm-hmm. So I'm also cognizant of, of that, that... You know, it's it's going to be disruptive. No yeah. matter what that decision is, it's mm. going to be disruptive. Yeah. And right. so, um, you know, where where does that balance out? And so, I know it's not it's not fun. it's not well, that right simple. Now, it's it, not yeah. that simple. Chances <laughs> are, I will I, I be calling a snow day. Remember, the lake isn't frozen yet. Talk to your science teachers. Right, that's <laughs> right. It's, and and I haven't even thought about it because honestly, we had just like sixty five. Yeah, we've over the not. Weekend, yeah, so. It's January fifteen fifty out there today. Goodness, what's going okay, on? Okay, last right. question here, Miss Santilli. Um, okay. So. You know, you have the honor of having the last handshake um, of our seniors before they exit the stage of commencement. You guys mm. will go through that. So yeah. I guess as superintendent, um, what do you wish most for them as they, you know, walk off that stage and, and move on into another pathway? Um, first of all, let me say that it is truly an honor. Um, it is probably one of the highlights of everything that I do. And when you look at the, the whole continuum of students' education and, and you get to see students from, you know, the youngest grades and then when they walk across the stage. So kudos and shout out to all of our seniors. Um, it really is an honor. As superintendent, for me to be able to look at them and know that we've prepared them um, given them, you know, the best that we can and that they're they're on their way, on their continued journey to make great decisions and to uh, go on with so many exciting things ahead of them that it doesn't feel like an end to me. Right. It always feels like, okay, look, how inspiring because you've got the whole world in front of you. Yeah, it's like the next and chapter. I think, mm-hmm. And I think you need to just to always embrace it from from that it, it is truly where you're just you're just getting started yeah right and um what will you do in the world it's all it's all up to you it's a great great event and i'll tell you what i think that kenston does one of the best jobs with commencement um just the organization of it um just the um the ceremony itself is it's a is, nice tradition. It's a There's great no tradition. Yeah. Jack and I will be respect. singing this year. Oh yeah, I know. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait. So, um, just you've got the whole world ahead of you. To make that impact. Make a difference, mm-hmm. and and just take what you've learned and never forget from where you came. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can never forget this beautiful place. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> wait, really quick question though. When we do that commencement, do we get to choose cuz I know you walk out with someone yeah. when it like when like in the beginning, do you get to choose who you walk out with or is that alphabetical? No, no there's it's no. Alpha. It's oh, it's alpha. alphabetical. Yeah. There's no choice. Yeah, no choice. Alpha. Sorry. All right. Whoever I'm with. Mrs. Hansick does a fantastic. There, there's a whole formula yeah. to that too. Yeah. You yeah. talk about it. I team. can imagine. I mean, I, yeah. I wasn't there. Whoever I'm with, just know they're we're having a good time. I don't yeah. care who it is. <laughs> Shyest person, yeah. we're going to be dancing. You know, the only thing that I also say is um, enjoy it, um, but do it respectfully right. because remember, I mean, you just gave this wonderful, you know, story about your family and that communication and everything. 
it's about everybody that gets you to that point. Mm-hmm. It is about your family, your grandparents, you know, your teachers and everybody that um, kind of, you know, went on that journey with you. Right. And so this is a, is a moment for them as well. And so um, enjoy it, but always be respectful there. Definitely. So. All right. Well, let's move I, on to our next segment oh, here, Mr. Kasaurus. Yes, you know what? I'm gonna trust. Him. I'm gonna do this, but I'm not gonna do it as raspy. I'm just gonna kind of go like, "Hottest trends." I like that. That was more subtle. That was more subtle. Was Very jazzy. Yeah. So yeah, every time we get to this segment, Jack we, introduces I do it. Some well, the reason, uh, just a little background on why I got the idea is, you know, like when you're listening to like those radio stations. And like they have those segments, yeah. It always has like a bunch of like going on and stuff. It's like, it's like at ninety six point one. It's like doing all those crazy, or like yeah, the cool. yeah, it's doing all this weird <laughs> stuff. So I just thought like you had to have that transition. So I, I like just it. decided like just doing like the hottest trends sort of thing. That's good. Yeah, yeah that's good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's not, <laughs> Jack, we're not judging you too hard, but I never you thought know. you were. All right, but, you guys want to hit both of these or just choose one? No, we can. I mean, well, I think I I want to see what. The mini SUV or sedans one first. Okay. What's, what's all that about? Well, I don't know. And if you, Miss Santilla, I know, just went through a, a recent new car purchase, but uh, you don't see a whole lot of sedans traveling around anymore. They're four-door cars. You see a lot of the mini SUVs. Yeah. So it's a little bit higher, you know, um, you, you're, you're riding a little bit higher up, mm-hmm. and so you feel more safe. You might have the front-wheel drive versus an all-wheel drive. Mm-hmm. And so... It just seems, and and you guys don't have much choice in what you're driving, yeah, no. obviously. Oh my but, car! Oh yeah. God! What happened to getting the game? But uh, I don't know. I know Mrs. <laughs> Miss Santilli has, you know, probably done the sedan. She's done many. I don't. So for yeah. me, yeah. Yeah, maybe not. No. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Mrs. I, Santilli likes yeah. the like. The sportier looking car. So you'd rather <laughs> yeah. have the sedan? Yeah. All right. I, I, I like sedans. Yeah. I yeah. drive a sedan. Um, I have. Well, and my my mom drives an SUV though. She drives a Honda CRV, yep. and um, I I cannot say I'm a fan of the the SUVs as much. Like, there's some that I like out there. There's some like Jeeps that look kind of nice, but I don't know. It just always feels like it looks so top heavy, like it's gonna fall over at any point. Mm-hmm. I, I don't yeah. know. I just it's don't very know. compact. Yeah, yeah. A, and that's kind of like that mini look versus yeah. like the larger. Yukons right. or Explorers right. or things like yeah. that. So, yeah. I but, hate uh, driving my car. My car is too big, man. Did you take that or? into Mr. Reinhardt yet? I totally forgot. Just because I am, I need to be like pushed so hard to do something, and then I'll finally do it. Okay, like, it's, <laughs> it's so hard, but nice. It's nice because me and Donnie both have. Well, I have my car, and then he has his dad's big car for moving all the band stuff. Yeah, and that's so, helpful then. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. that car recently just went through a uh, a rough spot Uh-oh. well backstory because it's of you from 2008 oh no oh. it's from 2000 <laughs> it's from 2008 so and it also has 300 some thousand miles mm-hmm. on it because we've taken it to florida and back and wow. gone over the place with it so the transmissions fluid started to leak and there's a leak in the transmissions uh. but my mom did just get a new pickup truck so you know, so still, you're just gonna see go. like all the band stuff poking out yeah. the back. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know, we'll put you put one of those snug tops over it and make yeah. it work. That's true. Yeah. All right. Um, this next trend that seems a little bit popular for Been activities. News, yeah. I have not seen this at all. You well, so there's it? and I and I put two things out there. So Top Golf, and I, I don't know oh, if you've yeah. heard of Top Golf, but yeah. it's I I went over there over over break, mm-hmm. and it's a fantastic facility. It really is. Um, it's where expensive. it's. Well, you go there and you practice your golf game, but you don't have to be a golfer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have right. clubs and right. you just, you know, you it's kind of like a driving range, but there's games, you know, with the group that you're playing yeah. with. Like target practice yeah. and stuff. And like it's that. every time I drive by and that's right there um, in Independence by Valley View, it's just jam-packed. When we went there, it was jam-packed. So it's definitely very popular. Um, this other... Um, Event and activity is axe throwing. Oh yes. yeah, I've been I've seeing it all got, over. Yeah. The you know, news. that's another trend. And I, where, where are you guys looking? I don't. Are you on the news? And I don't know if you have to be eighteen news, for that one, Miss Santilli. I, I don't know, throwing? but I'll tell you what. I think it's like one of the best activities. <laughs> Did, you right? Did you go? Yes, it's oh, great to get some <laughs> oh, good wow. aggression out. Awesome. I don't know. I think Taking it's it cool. Taking it out of the target. Yeah. Yeah. Did you? Do, did you do well? Yeah. Well, you know what? I have to share a story with. 
Mr. McDevitt. So he went, Mm -hmm. right? I don't know if he'll mind me sharing this, but he went and he was saying, yeah, it's all great. I mean, he did fine. And he said, until, you know, his wife started throwing the X and it was like bouncing backwards. And that's what you have to worry about. So you really have to throw it hard enough. Is there like a training? They take you through a little bit of a training? A little bit, but you, I mean, it's... Like what's the size throwing an axe? Is it like a little hatchet type of deal? Yeah. So it's like, okay. Yeah. yeah, I've uh, I've seen videos though, with, like of them bouncing back off the wall, and people right, have to duck right. out of the way. But uh, it looks fun. Yeah. I think what <laughs> else is fun is like the the rooms that you can go in and escape rooms. No, I don't want to go in the escape room. Oh. Oh. Have you done I escape? like the rooms I've done that escape you can rooms. go in. Top Golf. and okay. I don't think they even have them around here. But where it's like the aggression room, where you can like. You know, smash objects oh. and things like that. So I don't Whoa. know. Those, uh, we're in the dark side. Hard day after work, going yeah. smashing glass. That was the cha- that think? was after the most challenging day you may have had. <laughs> the kindergartners didn't cut it. I think it's just it's a, it's safe. Yeah, that's all. that's, yeah. that's yeah. okay. Yeah. No, that's cool. It definitely yeah. sounds like. That. Uh, yeah, it definitely yeah. sounds like something I, I got to change. Almost a stress here, relief. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Okay. So I have not been in one, one so. <laughs> okay. Senioritis. Yeah, no, but Top Golf is really fun. I went with my soccer team at Very this place fun. in uh, Indianapolis. And, uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. The food is expensive. But it's a great, like, I think it's a great group activity. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. fun. I need to go yeah, there. I'm really bad at golf. Yeah. But it's fun. Yeah. Even, yeah. If, I mean, even if you've never. You can suck and it doesn't golf. matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think we're going to roll into Are You Down With That? Uh, I like this one a lot, actually. So we got Uber Eats. And um, I actually have oh. a lot of, quite a bit of experience with this myself. Because back when I was in multimedia, um, Garrett Koenig and I did an entire segment, like a news segment, basically on delivery, like fast food, DoorDash, Uber Eats, versus just going to pick it up. And, oh, my God, the pricing difference is insane. I'm not down with Uber Eats. Because of the cost? The cost, um, the time it takes to get your food. I mean, it's so just call the place in and pick it up yourself. I mean, if you, I guess if you really, really cannot leave where you're at, maybe. But it's worth the extra. Maybe, yeah. but I just really, I, yeah, I don't I'm like surprised it. Surprised to what do you hear think, that. Miss Santel? Oh, I am a door dasher all <laughs> really? the way. <laughs> really, I'm telling you, I love the service, hmm. and you know what? For me, it's just it's convenient. Yeah. You know, I don't have I don't have my children aren't at home; they're right. adult children now. So it's my husband and I, and I'll tell you what: there are some nights where it's like, oh, what do you want for dinner? What do you want to go out? No, we don't. DoorDash it. Yeah. great. Yes, it's whatever just, you want. I, maybe because I uh, ball on a cheaper budget just because when <laughs> I had to, when the guy came out, you know, you gotta, we had to tip the driver and then there's also like a delivery fee right. tip and then there's also. Isn't it all through the app though, like regular Uber? You don't have to, yeah. you shouldn't yeah. have to pay a cent. I know, but you the thing is, is when we. Go to the card. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's how, I think they the do tip just included. Charge, but. I think they can. You can include the tip on the you card. Can. I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah, you can. But um, no, it just for me it was it was when we our new segment when we did the experience uh, experiment. It was I think seven dollars for my order, and John ended up paying seventeen, and it was like an incredible difference. That's, that sounds a little bit high. I, yeah, I, I, you, I think something fast. was going you know on. What? We can pull it, up the segment, but okay. we ordered the same thing. You know what, Donnie? It could be to um, the area Maybe. because. For me, where I live, there well, I have so many more restaurant choices mm-hmm. than that, and so I think that's where some of them they aren't even charging some delivery fees. But it's because there's so many more, right. uh, you know, like choices. some drivers have to come out from right. like thirty minutes right. away. That is so. True. Yeah, don't John give County. up on it yet. But All right, maybe I'll try it again. So Miss Santilli's like, down yeah. with it. Jack, are you down I mean, with it? Okay, so here's my. Th- well, I mean, I would be down with it. I've never done it before, but my problem is, is that I'm not down with the f- like how little. St- freaking places we have to eat in Bainbridge. Like, geez. Well, they can get it delivered from <laughs> like, Chagrin. Right, yeah. Chagrin and there's Beachwood, too, and that's probably what Uprises is. I always like, look if at... someone's driving from Beachwood or, like, Solon, yeah. even, to get yeah. Chipotle. Oh, it's, it's the difference yeah. between yeah. a city and a township. Yeah, so we have why. we have a lot of restrictions for fast food, and it's because township um, policy and whatever that might be. Oh, is that why we can't Zoning. build it? Is oh, that yeah. why we can't you just build can't. it? 
you just can't put a like. What can we not build? Why can't we build a Chipotle where the old Great Lake store was or oh. Kmart? Well, someone would I have know, to but buy that. It sounds that. like a fabulous idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was such a business. Someone there's would have zoning, to buy There's that. taxes. There's a lot to go in. I'll buy it. So. Someone well, someone <laughs> would have to buy it, and then also that's a huge space to put a Chipotle. Like you, yeah. a Chipotle wouldn't need that much. No, there's area. like right next to Coyotes too. There's yeah. that old place. Okay, then <laughs> maybe Jack, down the road. Then why don't you get the license and put up a Chipotle there? Do you have to be 18? Right. Uh, you definitely have to be like all right, all right, March, eighteen to March, buy. I'll buy the it. You good. definitely have to have some money. So yeah, <laughs> right. So you're not down with it, is what you're telling me, because you would rather just have it local. Yes, and, I would rather have it local. Forget the Uber delivery. I am not down with it. I will say this: delivery. I looked at the DoorDash and saw M Italian, and I was so I was very tempted to order DoorDash with M Italian because. Yeah. Yeah, man, the food looks so good when you see mm-hmm. the photos of it. It's very hard to resist. Yeah. I think I'd be down with it um, situational, though, depending on oh, what's going on. If I'm very yeah. busy, what, you know, not just, I don't think I would do an everyday thing, but yeah. um, I'm right. glad the service is there for that option. Yeah. Right. So. It's an g- ingenious invention. Whoever yeah. made it, definitely yeah. making a lot of money off it. Right. Taxi food service. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, don't forget. Yeah, so um, we do have a lot going on. Um, we reviewed a little bit of, of this week. Um, but there's a lot of um, flu and viruses going Everyone's around. Everyone's getting so sick. My reminder yeah. to our listeners is take care of yourselves. Drink a lot of fluid. Take those vitamins. Wash the hands. We've asked our custodial staff here at the high school and probably all buildings, you know, making sure we're cleaning yes, the flat definitely. surfaces every day, disinfecting every day mm-hmm. so students aren't bringing germs in and contracting germs going home. So Right. There's um, actually that there's that new disease that's going around I hear too. It's called senioritis. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> Gotta um, wash that off. Yeah. <laughs> that one you have to just grind it out and just yeah. go through the senior year. Just uh, the other reminder for our seniors is <laughs> mentorship meetings coming up. So start brainstorming, start thinking about those opportunities and and who you would like to you know network with to get that experience. It's a very important experience at the end of your years. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, service hours. If you're not doing anything, think about what you can do for volunteer service. Um, And then for our underclassmen, um, you know, scheduling's right around the corner. So think about that next course Mm -hmm. and and, uh, where do you want to end up. Um, so that'll be starting in February. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Busy yeah. Also, time. also rock off tickets. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Don't forget. Don, I'll be plugging this. Until another plug. Done. Yeah. Another plug. Me, Donnie, or me, Donnie, Dave Rosinski, John Palmer. All got tickets. They're selling fast. Ten dollars. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Six o'clock's when it starts. And we're trying to get a lot of. A slot Is of Evan help, helping son? I sell. I even I, though he can't play. Evan currently, uh, he he can't. Uh, okay. His arm is um, unusable, so he can't hand people tickets. Oh, okay. oh yeah, that's that's the issue. <laughs> that's the issue, yeah. All okay. right, so. And then uh, we got an inspirational quote here. All right, so I'll just read it out. The very essence of leadership is that you have vision. Yeah. Oh, I sure. can start. Go ahead, Jack. So um, recently I actually started this semester of the business management class, and I was elected as one of the leaders, and uh, we've actually been learning a lot about what a manager has to do. And this quote is a very, it goes along with it very well. The fact that when you're doing, when you are a manager of a business, you have to look in the future a little bit there. Mm-hmm. You have to plan ahead. You have to you know, compensate for all the stuff that could or is, will happen. So, I mean, I honestly love that. But the fact that when you become in a leadership position, you got to look ahead and you got to focus on everyone around you. And, um, and you can't take it all by yourself. And that's what right. you said earlier, Mrs. Mm-hmm. That's the said. team. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, absolutely. That's a great quote. Yeah. Great. Um, I think, you know, when I hear this, it's, you know, in order to be a leader, you have to, this is basically saying you have to have vision. I think what that's trying to portray is that you have to, you know, know what you have a goal or know something, you know, you have to lead people to a certain, you know, task or, you know, you got to get done what you got to get done. And part of being a leader is knowing what that task task is. And you know, trying to bring everyone up and get to that ultimate goal. Otherwise, you're no, you're, you're not really leading too much. You're just kind of, you know, stumbling around trying to figure things out. So it's definitely having that goal in mind and striving for that. And, and we talk about this all the time. Sure. Um, it's you know, we like to say begin with the end in mind, and so you know where you're going to end up. So you start there and you work, you work backwards. Right. And so that's part of our role as well. It really so. is forward thinking, and yeah. it is, and it's also about having some flexibility when you need to, 
too to to reassess. Mm-hmm. And as Mr. Gabram said before in one of his comments, some of that self-reflection is so critical too to just really go, how can you, mm-hmm. where are we at, and do the the pulse check. Yeah, absolutely. All so right. I guess we can get out with that closer yeah. here. There's Closing. totally nothing going wrong with my <laughs> mic stand right now. Donnie, that was not a great job putting that on there. But I, I usually do that. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, so I've been Jack. Uh, I don't know who I am now, but uh, make sure to check out us on Spotify, and uh, you can see Mr. G's beautiful face uh, come up there in the search feed. Uh, thanks so much for listening, everyone, and stay classy. All right. Uh, go ahead and my close out. It's been a pleasure talking to you all, as always. Thank you for tuning in, and I will smell you later. Mr. Santilli? I just want to say thank you for having me on this fabulous podcast. It's been great to get an opportunity to spend some time with you, and go Bombers. Thank you, Ms. Santilli. And uh, this is Mr. G, and I am signing off. Remember to get after something in your life. Enjoy your passions. Read a book. Reach out to an old friend. Accept the grind and believe in yourself. That is all for episode 14 of the Principles Podcast. Have a great rest of the week. Good old music.